0: Hey guys,
1: settle in with you gal and listen to the Manipause Show. Bobby, HD, you're on. And we're back with the Manipause Show. I'm Bobby. And I'm HD. And we have a very, very special return guest yeah. to TMS, which we are very happy to welcome Antoinette Vanderwerk. Hi. Back to our show. If you recall, she we met her at Lightning in a Bottle, and she... It was one of the best interviews that we did there, especially my my fondest memory is you talking about life as a DJ, and (laughs) I thought that was so enlightening and so interesting, and so we'll get into that, but anyways, welcome to the show.
2: Thanks, happy to be here.
1: So the reason we're talking to you today, we came up to Hollywood. To talk with you, we are sitting sitting in your. Was we consider a
2: studio, this one bedroom, a, this or this is a one bedroom. This is my kitchen, yeah. <laughs> kitchen <laughs> slash studio.
0: <laughs> well, we're on radio. We're overlooking Sunset yeah. Boulevard in yeah. a in uh... a middle school <laughs> oh, <some studio. laughs>
1: no. But but yeah, no, it's it's uh, the life of a uh, a working artist. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And you have got your studio set up here. You were li- we were listening to something new you're working on. Yes, which I can't wait for the too. final to drop because oh, thank you. it was fun. And I could just i I was envisioning dancing like an ape. Oh, to it oh for some reason like that. <laughs> I
2: like to consider my music like jungle tech house.
1: Yeah, cool. I yeah. love
2: jungle African percussion vibes. Cool.
1: Well, this is good stuff already. Okay, and we're done with the show. Yeah. We wanted to talk a little bit about our show to you because we certainly want to talk about... You have lots of exciting things coming up right now. A concert, you're dropping... Album, is that the well, word you Well, not a used, concert,
2: or? but a mini-tour. Like okay,
1: mini-tour. Okay, well, we're the de- in the details of that. And then... Is it cool? you call it an album? What do you call it when you drop something?
2: So an album is a bit more songs and the concept is a bit more refined. Mm-hmm. An EP is kind of like an album, but a little bit less restrictions, I guess you would say, mm-hmm. or um, pressure to make a certain a story. Mm-hmm. So you could have like one song or two songs on an EP, as opposed to an album usually has I don't know, six to Mm -hmm. ten, eight to
1: ten songs. And you're dropping what? An EP. An EP, okay. with
2: three, two originals, one song they worked on collaboration, and then one remix.
0: Cool. Wow. If I could put a pause and just backpedal a second to just explain, and and I'm going to have you do it, of, of just what Antoinette is as an artist. And our listeners, I'm a good example of it. I absolutely love the genre and the music, but it's still fairly fresh to me. I, and I'm constantly asking you questions to understand the style of a DJ, the, the artistry of a DJ. I mean, when I was growing up, a DJ, which I got my start in, was literally dropping needles on an album on vinyl and, and rewinding just to the beginning of a music and mixing. I mean, that was just like it, things have come so far. And a lot of our listeners... Are very familiar with it but a lot aren't so we'd love to hear just describe what does it mean to be a dj nowadays and a being an Antoinette gj <laughs>
2: um well yeah vinyl is a lot different um i'm trying to learn vinyl right now i've only practiced a couple times um it's really difficult but it's really fun um but nowadays, you have the tech, a lot more technology where you have CDJs. So instead of needing a vinyl, you have a USB with the library of your music and the selection of your music. So DJing is basically picking the songs that you are excited about and then organizing them in whatever way that you'll remember how the vibes are, or whatever way you'll remember to play in front of people. So each DJ has their own little thing. Um, I guess my thing is all about vibe. When I start DJing, I'm like, what, what's the vibe of right now? What, and how can I influence that? I usually um, separate my music into vibes and energy. So sometimes it's the same type of vibe, but it's like more relaxed energy, or more building energy. Um, that's just my take on it. it. Nothing is wrong or right, as long as you're enjoying yourself, who cares? And then,
1: are those show? are those like, do you organize them into the files and how do you label them?
2: I come up with really fun names, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But sometimes they'll be like bouncy tech, yeah. And sometimes I'll wake up with a, an idea for a set, and I'll just like my last set I was woke up on the wrong side of the warehouse. I was just really wanting to be playing for a dance floor in a warehouse, like I just really wanted that dark, bouncy, like concrete jungle vibe. Yeah. So that's what the playlist is called. But it just really varies, uh-huh. you know.
0: So you have all of these files of sounds, music, beats that how much of that is improvisational or are you in your head already knowing where you're going or do you pick up on where you want to go because of the vibe of the crowd?
2: A lot of the sets that I've played I've completely prepared which is like something that DJs don't want to admit but I work really hard because I just learned how to DJ last January so sometimes I choke up, I get nervous and I'm like, I don't know what to play, I don't know what the vibe is. And so I prepared, but recently I've kind of strayed away from that because I'm a little bit more comfortable. So what I'll do is I'll just prepare like maybe four different playlists, which is like a lot. I don't, I don't know, if DJs usually do that. Maybe they just prepare one, but I'll usually prepare four just in case like what I'm feeling changes of the songs that I'm just like really excited about right now and just go from there. Sometimes when I'm taking a break from producing, because when you're listening to those frequencies so closely, it can make you go a little crazy. You need a break. It's like literally a muscle of your ear that you're just straining, 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 and like it can give you headaches. Mm -hmm. I've actually had to recently purchased eyewear and screen protecting because I'm starting to go blind. <laughs> it's crazy, yeah. yeah. Well, we
0: wondered what it was like on it, the other it, side it, of that it hurts. screen. It
2: hurts your head, it hurts your yeah. eyes, it hurts your like back. Uh-huh. But when I'm taking a break from producing and like really listening to those particular frequencies, I like to go through my playlist and just like re-listen to every song a little bit, and add cue points where I want to take parts of the song that I don't like out. Also, I really like using three CDJs or four CDJs. I like...
0: And that's what? CDJ is a...
2: CDJ is basically what a vinyl used to be on, but now a CDJ is something that you can put your electronic music into to play. So it's like, technically it's what the vinyl was on, but it's not that at all. They're, they're called different things because they're different technologies.
0: We used to call them record players. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Based Turntable. A, a
2: CDJ is like a, a CD player right. J. Like, I don't know what it stands for. I that why, why do you use the, what you?
1: How, why do you use that number?
2: Uh, CD, oh, yeah, three CDJ. Oh, CDJs. Three yeah, yeah. Because I really like to, I love being unique and producing my own things so that is a way to take what other people have made and make something new mm-hmm. you know playing two songs at the same time playing three songs at the same time right. at my gig wow. in hawaii I, I played four songs at the same time which was scary it was terrifying honestly <laughs> it's like juggling yeah you no really it really here. was making sure the frequencies are balanced and everything's matched up wow and
1: is it like just an intuitive thing because you have to be so in the moment i would
2: it is so weird how these ideas come to me they just they're just like you should do this and i'm like I try it, I'm like, whoa, that's a great idea. I really don't know how to explain it other than just trying things. But, like, usually when I have the idea to try something, it works. Mm -hmm. Which, I'm not trying to, like, you know, be cocky, but, like, honestly, I was telling my friends a week ago about it. It's I feel so lucky. I feel like I'm just getting like downloads. It it feels like really
1: (laughs) exciting. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Well, tell us about,
0: you mentioned producing and that was something we talked about off air that I I continue to need an education between the difference of mixing and producing. So
2: DJs take content, mix them together so that the, the music never stops. Producing is creating content from scratch. So producers make music for DJs. Sometimes like me, in this case, I am a DJ who is a producer. That's not unnormal. A lot of people, um, in the industry mm-hmm. are DJs and producers.
0: And when we go out to see like we just went a couple weeks ago to Venice and saw Marcus Wyatt.
2: Oh, he's and so good. I love he's him. He's amazing. And
0: then who was the he's one that,
2: amazing He human. wasn't
0: even the headliner. I'm like, what? I know. We he left like before the end. We've, Miguel... Mi- we, oh, brushed, we brushed yeah, asses. He's he and Marcus. It really, was, was really, really good. Really <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> now, are we seeing... I mean, I guess it all depends, but are we seeing their mixing or are they playing their own production?
2: I'm sure... I don't... I actually don't know. I'm assuming that Marcus is the producer because he's so good. But when they're DJing in front of you, right. that is DJing. They okay. might be playing mm-hmm. their own music, but they are DJing. Gotcha. So most likely the cases are they're playing other people's music as
0: well. Mm. Okay. I'm, I can. I think I finally got it now. Yeah,
1: so you're going on of mini tour, as you said. Yeah. So will that be, will you be a DJ? Will you be a producer? Will you be a band show?
2: Well, I've been working really hard the last two months creating a lot of content. So yeah. I will be playing a lot of my own music. But I will be DJing. So okay. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I will be DJing.
1: And what and, days we're talking about? So
2: Thursday... Oh, so... Yeah, what, what
0: is... I don't I remember. 25th. Thursday, okay, 25th. Thursday, this Thursday, was, yeah, Thursday, yeah. the 25th. Actually, yeah. and when this goes uh-huh. live, it'll be today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: right? So today, Thursday, the 25th, <laughs> I play at Bogey's in Westlake Village of Los Angeles I play from ten to eleven, and the party starts at nine. So it's 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 a kind of different. It's a more early party, which I wasn't uh, expecting. But I have a lot of friends coming out, so that's yeah. going to be really fun. Apparently, we're all wearing wigs, so <laughs> look for the girls in the wigs okay. for a good time.
0: Oh, good! I thought we were going to have to wear them. Really. <laughs> no, no, I, mean, I, I wouldn't like to say. If you wig. come with,
2: if you come with an Afro, you will be welcome. You will be welcome. Really? <laughs> and um, if I don't,
0: I will be kicked you, out. Yeah, Take you no know, will be as well. <laughs> And then, afro so a specific type of way no right? i was just kidding okay. i was just teasing
2: <laughs> all right I'll, um, and we could
0: tease your hair this is all mine <laughs> yeah yeah
2: and then friday my ep comes out mm-hmm. my ep releases and which, how is that how is that released how? it's on Port, so yeah djs will know where to look for it oh, yeah mm-hmm. that night i'm flying to denver and performing at bar standard on the patio um inside george fitzgerald who i'm a really big fan of is playing so that's gonna be super cool i'm actually playing a, an extended set they gave me the opportunity to do that and my parents are coming so oh. i'm really pumped yeah i'm playing from 10 to 2. Oh, wow yeah nice. so it's gonna be Fun like time. it's cool because because i'll be able to really show my parents what a journey of music looks yeah, like yeah. and uh the variety and the Space that I like to take it. So I'm really excited about that. Really special to me. I've been working, you know, a year and a half, which isn't that long, but I've been working really hard and they've never seen me DJ. So Oh I'm wow. really excited. Wow. I'm like now, really, really excited. Are you going to have
1: people in the space with you? Because I every time we've seen something, it's been like there's been like more than one person exactly. like in the booth or whatever. I don't
2: really. I've never been to this venue, so I don't yeah. really know what it's yeah. going to be like. I'm assuming patio is going to be casual, chill vibes. Yeah. Um Yeah. I don't know, yeah. but um, I know that Saturday. I play in Miami from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. Wow,
1: this is a tour.
2: It's a mini tour.
1: Wow, but still. Yeah. you yeah, i really
2: excited. You're across, across, across the, the country, country, that's yeah. all. Yeah, and then, so that place is called Aftermarket, and it's really special because I met these boys that put together Symbiosis. They're like a, a DJ duo, and it's their birthday celebration. Oh. And last time they played, they played really fun music. So I'm excited to be headlining for them. I think we might even go back-to-back back for a little bit so yeah it's going to be really fun Wow! Lots and where is it going to be aftermarket I the think it's on play? first street I, I'm not actually sure <laughs> well, <if you laughs> look know. up
0: aftermarket if yeah, you live in the yeah. area or you, if you live in the area you probably don't.
2: I actually looked it up and it's not on there so let me give
0: That's such a rock star thing to say. I have no idea where we're (laughs) playing Yeah, really? Where am I? What state of Miami? My manager tells me right before where we're playing. It's like that Jackson Brown song about roadies, right? Yeah,
2: so the address for aftermarket is 168 Southwest 1st Street, and that's in Miami. Okay, cool. 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 Now that
0: we've teased our audience a little bit about your music, we're going to play a sample of it, but before we do, I don't even know if you said this enough on air, but I think you talked about the tribal and the jungle, but... Tell, if you know paint a picture of what your music is like well in this words
2: EP is Interesting because it's not music that I usually play So when I show it to my friend my close friends who always like love coming out to support me and, and hearing when I have to play they were surprised but my ex-boyfriend like gave me like a challenge to make music uh, a certain way and I really loved it, I thought it was really fun and it inspired me and so I made three songs. One of them I never finished <laughs> because it was just, it, it didn't work. <laughs> but it was still fun to make it and these two, Double Rainbow is a little bit more breaky so for me it's kind of like hip hop tech house. It's really hard. I love hard music. Anything that you can dance like with your shoulders and like your knees, mm-hmm, like I just, yeah I really, I just, I love expressing myself like that right yeah. now. And then uh, face paints a really tribal, um, like very jungle tech house.
0: And which one are we going to hear a sample of? I don't know yet. Oh, okay. really? oh <laughs> wow! I'm gonna I love let that you that guys. Piece. I'm gonna
2: I'm gonna okay. show you guys a little a bit of both and see what you think. Yeah. Okay. Cool.
0: She uh, internet's only been doing it for a year and a half, and I and I know. I've actually,
2: actually I... only been producing since October. so oh my Not my gosh, even a not year.
0: Wow. Yeah. How <laughs> I. I just cannot express just how much her music moves me mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm fairly new I went to LIB for the first time and then I really got exposed to house music in 14 prior to that I saw Paul Van Dyke at a rave right here down the street at the oh, r- 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 Turn. and that was the only rave or me I mean I've, I've listened to music but this is the first time that I've really LIB at least and you you blow away a lot of the artists that were there. You performed You're so there sweet. too. I really But appreciate I'm serious. That. You, you really, so I'm telling you this. She, you talk about that, whatever divine or that insu- inspiration and intuition. I, I keep using the phrase get it. But for me, you totally get as a As a listener, as an audience member, I absolutely love your stuff. Thank you. So Thank I you. cannot wait. We're, yeah. we're going to be there we tonight <laughs> on Thursday. <laughs> I, and, and as a
1: dancer, I love listening to your stuff, and I cannot He's wait to dance
2: to it. It's funny, because I, the reason I DJ is because I am a dancer. Like, I'm not a professional dancer by right. any means, but, like, I'm a very picky dancer. And so the way I actually started that DJing... makes a lot of sense now. ...is because I was uh, right. at this party for my best friend, who we rented, like, a house. We surprised her and rented her a house in Malibu, and they had decks there. And I was just, like, I, was, I had, like, a sinus infection, and... I was getting over, like, being sick, but I, I paid money to, like, you know, give her this beautiful weekend, and they had a deck there, and they just were playing music that was angering me, like, making me angry. <laughs> no and I was like, no, just okay. show me how to do it. Just show me how to do it. And I ended up getting, like, a gig, like, two weeks after that or something wow. crazy. and That's so, wow. and, and, when you know you're on the right. Well, the funny thing mean? is, a week before the performance, they told me I was playing on CDJ 2000s, which uh, is, like, an older model that our... They're a lot harder if you're just learning because yeah. there's no fail-safe. There's no auto-sync. But I, I did it, and it was really fun, and a bunch of friends came out, and it was really cool. That's cool.
1: I'm a theater major, and so one of the things I appreciated when I was going to school was we had a theater, really old spaces in Chicago, and it's great to learn on the old stuff because then you, you're oh, you yeah. so much more creative on the new stuff oh, yeah. when you really have every all the bells and whistles that you get to work on. Yeah.
2: It, it, honestly, it... Invigorates a different type of intuition and motivation as a DJ for me. Mm-hmm. When I'm playing on new equipment, I can do a lot more of the things I'm enjoying to do right now, you know, like cutting up the songs and breaking them here and adding this here. But, and when I play on CJ2000s, it, it like in enli- it, it excites this part of me that's really in the moments, uh-huh. which is scary, but it's also really cool. And I, I also really like playing on those machines wow. as well. It's just, you know, the pressure from yourself not wanting to make a mistake. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a technological
0: breakthrough for us DJing growing up was when you could stack the records and see how many you could stack on top of each other. Oh and my they would, god! They would all fall yes. one at a time, play I the know. whole way through, and then the next one would it drop down. It was so high tech. I know. <laughs> this is so oh my god! Your time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You have another, like and you love watching a draft. Trying to discuss yeah. a typewriter to somebody who's I, grown up on a computer. I, I'd forgotten about <laughs> remember that. Remember that? The old style. I now album. remember.
1: Yeah, and I can visualize it. It's and cool. the sound. The
0: clicking and the arm coming yeah. over. We're going to segue into our show. Oh.
1: Well, well first no, we're going we're we're to play the segment. We're going to play We're gonna play the music. Right. Yeah, or so right. yeah, so like 30 seconds. We don't know what We don't know what it is, yet, but, we'll, but we'll surprise you. We'll them. tell you somewhere what, what, what it's from. Yeah, that's post-production. Yeah. Anyway, so we're going to take a break, and we're going to listen to that. We're going to come back. And then we're going to do a little bit of uh, the menopause show and talk about some That's other some kinds fun. of stuff. Yeah.
0: All right. So, anyways, uh, have a keep, listen. I'm sure you'll enjoy. Antoinette Van der Werk. Here you go. Tribal. So good. Thank you for that. Okay. So we're back we're with back. the Manipause Show. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyways, the Manipause Show. I don't know if you've had the opportunity to listen to our show at all. and Nope. No. I listened to a couple of
2: them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. So, She's still
1: talking to us. Yeah, <laughs> really. It's amazing. So, first of all, you have been, you are one of the most gracious people I've ever met. Thank you. And the way you embraced us at lib uh-huh. really meant a lot to us and the fact that you've been responsive and you know we're we're just starting out too I mean, this shows two years old and you know we it's really about having fun and and providing something entertaining people to listen to but we also have things that are important to us that we feel like and one of the biggest things we talk about is well, we started talking about men needing a movement and you know, from our perspective, and you know, having gone through the last 40 plus years of watching the feminist movement take home, hold, which we.
2: This it, happens all the time. Oh, yeah. I know. yeah. Hey, we're, so we're annoying. We're in LA. We're in LA. No, this, we're in street, this street in particular, there's three or four cars that go off like 10 times a day. And when I'm producing, I'm like, really? Like, oh, I am yeah. trying to record. Oh, yeah. well, I'm like, there
0: you know what, records. though? It probably inspires you. Like, Pull this into one of your songs. <laughs>
2: Honestly, that's a great idea. I'm going to make it like a really angry jungle tech house Yeah, song. really. <laughs> Asphalt <jungle>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <we>
1: because <laughs> why are those on cars? Those things that all these... I mean, they do
2: protect are... the cars, but they go off so yes. easily. Yeah,
1: they do.
0: They we do. hope our yeah. listeners could hear what we're talking yeah. about. But yeah. An alarm went off. So <laughs> women have evolved over
1: the last 40 plus years in very defined ways. Direction. I mean, they really coming into their own in terms of the 20th and 21st century, being a part of the workforce. Wages still aren't at parity, but, you know, progress being made there personally, not just being a housewife and mother, but being able to be in the workplace or your to be an adult, to be do other things, to have a lot of options at the same time there have not been anything there for men. And so we've kind of, we're almost in that 50s kind of mold and yet there's nothing at all that represents that. So I, I think that's helped to make us on opposite sides and more adversarial. What kind of created the Me Too movement is that we there was nothing that was helping us as we were growing up know what it meant to be a man and know what it meant to be in relationships and know what it meant to have whatever kind of relationship you're having, whether it's heterosexual, or homosexual or whatever the gamut is of what you're where you want to be and I think that's what's really cool about this day and age and social media is people really get to represent themselves in a much more defined way and you know I mean we're always putting out profiles about ourselves and and creating the story of our life whether it's Facebook or Instagram or kind of letting people know. So anyways all that said we feel like men have been a little bit of deficit and so what uh, one of our hopes is that its it isn't about men. It's not about women. It's about people understanding that we are people with our own peculiarities, and certainly within our gender or whatever defines us, it makes us unique. Yeah, go ahead. One
0: thing that we—we—we we, we heard from uh, actually our producer, a former producer who moved to Colorado, but she said she she loved our show because she was able to get a kind of a peek into the inside of of how men think or how men talk or just. You know, really, and not that we're necessarily represented, but we'll have guests and we'll talk about topics and we'll bring up surveys or things. And it, they're men-centric, but as uh, we like to say, we are interesting to men and the women that put
2: up. I think what you guys are talking about yeah. is the awareness of the duality and balance of masculine masculinity and femininity. And mm. men have been... Pro- proven over and over in status quo to have very high masculine and very little feminine and then now we're having these women that are really trying Really finding their masculinity and those women are having trouble balancing the femininity mm-hmm. and like the women that have been in the femi- Femininity they ha- have given all their power away and they haven't Really touched or even got to know what it feels like for the masculine. No way is wrong. No way mm-hmm. is right It's all about balancing to feel Good and enjoy your journey <laughs> wow that was very well are we here I have been watching a lot of like space documentaries Uh and I'm just like what made a star like like where do stars come from (laughs) like where like like souls like where like why where do the souls come from I'm so and it's ever since I really started asking myself these questions, weird things are happening. <laughs> so I'm like, is this the matrix talking to me? I don't, <laughs> I don't know.
1: Now, do you look at it from more of a scientific perspective? Because I mean, I'm more of a spiritual person. Scientific but, and spiritual. Yeah, yeah. I think
2: that they go hand in hand mm-hmm. because we, like, what is science? It's a measure of of facts, of reality, and spirituality is frequency, which is you can also measure that as mm-hmm. well. Some people like to, you know, you look at it side-eyed, mm-hmm. but at the end of the day, who knows? And nothing really matters.
1: So who no, cares? I mean it's energy. I mean it really is yeah. a lot of like yeah. said vibrations and
0: interesting. Well, that's cool. That's uh, so really like that perspective. Well, one thing we like to find out a little bit about. So uh, as I was saying about how women will listen to our show to hear how guys think. Well, when we have a female on the show. You wanna... A lot of our listeners, we kind of want to get a little just a little slice about, and you're a wonderful representative of your gender, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> um, guys would love to hear one slice of Antoinette, or you know something. So we're going to throw out a topic to you, and it doesn't necessarily have to be preacher or advisory, but just speak from your heart about your experiences. And it's just a, again, it's just a slice of of, a, of something that is coming from. The front lines, if you would. So, one thing we'd like to kind of tell us a little bit about your dating or relationship history, in a nutshell, (laughs) this is a half-hour show, (laughs) Um, and just, if there's anything you could, uh, if you could speak to every guy in the world about, Mm -hmm. that they should know about women, Um, if you could pick out one. Two or three things that you would want to offer as a suggestion that they should know. Because one thing you were saying about growing up, we never really got. You never get this in school. You have to lean yeah. on your parents mm-hmm. or somebody yeah. to yeah. give you how to you respect. Mean, how everything to I
2: know, I've had to find out by learning what I don't want.
0: Yeah, and that's not just trial men. error. Yeah. So we could short circuit some of that uh, by hearing because we, we again since you are a, a me just a wonderful soul person Uh, I think yours comes with an extra weight because we rely on you for some of that advice
2: I think I'm in a great place to answer this question right now because I've really attached myself to nothing really matters like if we get sucked into a black hole it doesn't matter the dinosaurs going extinct it doesn't fucking matter like nothing actually matters the universe will roll on and so when you start to realize that humans are just meaning making machines then you can start observing your thoughts and realizing what you're observing from an old paradigm to make yourself feel a certain way because that's what you think you're supposed to do or once you start saying huh that was a silly thought that doesn't serve me moving on letting it go It's not a part of you. It's not you. It's just your mind going into an autopilot because that's the beauty of our mind. It it works like a computer, honestly. So I think for just knowing all that and really like holding all that in the last like month or so um, since my last breakup, I I really think if I could share like a couple things with men in particular is that we feel your agenda. And it's really unattractive and it's really not sexy to be a a pawn in your game. You know? So instead of thinking like, oh this girl's hot, we're going to dinner, like, oh, we're dating, like, instead of the that cookie cutter form of what you already know, think maybe like think of her as an individual and be present and listen to what she says. And that presence will bring you the gift of the most exciting date you ever had. Because women aren't used to being heard. They aren't. I'm not saying this for all guys, but I think the guys that I've encountered since my last boyfriend, I just, I feel like I'm any girl. You know, I I check all the boxes, so I'm the girl right now, Mm -hmm. but like, I could be any girl if I checked all the boxes. It's not like Antoinette. Mm -hmm. Mm interesting
1: I do know and just as an aside I mean I'm involved in a new relationship right now congratulations and I'm going (laughs) how we well actually so we've talked about this I'm polyamorous but but she is 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 the one that I'm seeing to be able to do relationship kind of stuff with like I I took her to a party on Saturday with, with a lot of close friends and so introducing her to that but and um, I've had a really hard time because she has the most beautiful body I've ever been with to mm-hmm. be point, and so for me, we've we've talked about the fuck it list at our show, and for me that it was something that I wanted to have that experience. I wanted to be with someone that I was so into physically, and to just experience that. So check. So it went, but yet I also know. I want I mean, I've really enjoyed the unfolding of the relationship with her. And so you're absolutely right. It's like I'm really trying to stay present and see her as her. Well the not to her name, but
2: the yeah. ironic thing is presence is pure physical right now. Yeah. So technically like when you're all about the physical body, yeah. you are being in the right now because yes that is right in front of your face yeah
1: yeah you know just having different relations with different people yeah. but but keeping in mind what you just said because it can get to be not necessarily about the numbers but about something other than the person in front of you so that was really great advice and I'm going to take that to heart
0: Yeah. and uh, a two part by the way we just had an interview that this is going to follow up on Roll Nice. Oh, yeah, yeah. you met, actually. Uh, our, we called her our acid queen, Bonnie, over at the I festival. I met her
2: super briefly. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't even remember what she's she was. She's a wonderful,
0: like. wonderful person, and and she, she provided us with the acid that we had that night. Nice. <laughs> but we kept in contact with her, and she's really into house music and all, but we did an interview with her last week about dates and when is a date not a date and how guys have agendas. No matter what mm. you tell them, there is an end goal in mind for a guy most of the time it's physical, a lot of times it's relationship, it's something. You can't just go out and just have a nice time and get to know the other person without there being there.
2: There are people that that, are are present. It's just that the universe hasn't brought them my way because I need to be focused right now.
0: So we're going to transition into, we're going to wrap this up, Mm -hmm. but we have a question for you. Speaking of, you talked about dating. So put you on the spot here, but give us, the most memorable thing that happened on a first date for you
2: oh i don't know i don't really go on first
0: dates <laughs> wait wait a minute I, oh, so you I, go right to a second date no
2: i just i i haven't had a, a, a very normal dating life i don't do anything normal i'm just not i don't i don't really like doing things like everybody else so for me like i will be friends with a guy first or like, I'll meet them at a really amazing event, you know, and then we'll just be like friends. And then, and then we'll... Okay, so we'll nobody's started.
0: ever come out and say I mean, hey, let's go do so it transitions. My last, my
2: last boyfriend took me on a couple dates, but like we met at his performance. So like, I don't know. First dates is just like, it never really happens for me. Like it always like happens where like, I just, I'm friends with a guy and then like, we'll be intimate. Okay, well, ask it a different way.
0: What's the most memorable thing that's happened on a date
2: um I for me it's a, it's a difficult one because like my relationships are really not normal like I don't do really dates with my boyfriends really um, I would say the most memorable thing for me um, my last boyfriend um, was like all excited about we this is my first Christmas with a boyfriend and like I don't know like 10 years or something crazy and he was all excited and like i went over to his place and he played piano for me and like sung and it was like so beautiful and the funny thing is i actually made him a song for for Christmas. So we both like made each other music. Oh, it's like an and, old like, story. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it was really cute. That's I, so cool. I, I listen to the song now and I'm like, no, that, that is not a song because I just learned, you know, that was October and it was December, but I made it in one week. And so he was really like impressed that like, I had the idea and then I made it for him. And honestly, I've been thinking about it a lot lately because, you know, I'm ready for a relationship, um, but I really want somebody in the music industry, because I want somebody with that ear for frequency, and it was re- It was my favorite part of my last relationship that um, we could make music together, and that he could hear my music with the ear, like a better ear than mine. But like at least you know, dating someone with an ear uh, like mine, because music is my life, and it is like if I can't show you what I've been working on, and you actually sit there and like absorb it, like producers absorb it. It's going to be really hard to keep my, my attention. <laughs> with, with the,
0: I think that's a good way to end
2: yeah. up. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> we just found So out. if you want
1: Antoinette Vanderwerk's attention, <laughs> you know,
2: build up the develop ear your ear. Yeah. yeah. No, tell me some, some you know, close facts about my music. You know? <laughs> no bring, in. Don't bring her flowers. Bring her your yeah, ear. Yeah, don't bring me flowers. <laughs> I love I love planted flowers, but you know, cutting out something flowers,
0: that dies in a week. it's yeah. already totally dead.
2: Yeah, I'm not into that. Bring, bring, okay. bring me salt. But <laughs> did you say salt? Yeah, like truffle salt or something. Bring wow, me something oh, I can interesting. Cook with. Oh, bring me some Are paprika. You a yeah. Oh my god,
1: we can talk about that <laughs> bring next me time. Alchemy. Oh, cool. Right
0: on. Okay. Cool. All right. On that
1: note, well, thank you so much. It was wonderful my pleasure. Thanks
0: and, for coming and, up again. Yeah, best and of luck on your tour. And <laughs> and it starts the so uh, July
1: happy. 25th and we at Boogies? Boogies. Boogies. Yeah. Tonight. And then in Denver. <laughs>
2: <Tonight>. <laughs>
1: Denver on uh, Bar Friday. Bar Standard. Bar Standard uh-huh. and then Miami.
2: in Saturday. At Aftermarket? Yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Cool. And uh, dropping?
2: Check out my release.
1: Yeah, please. Shane's
2: EP on Fantastic
1: Voyage label. Cool. Cool. Wow. We'll post that somewhere. Okay, thank you okay. so much. Thanks. Bye.